when a candidate finally decides that they're going to accede to requests from the branches, they must have some kind of idea what it is that they would stand for. And uh, the week after I had accepted in East London that I would, um, you know, accede to the request of the branches there, I had a telephonic conversation with Karima Brown. And uh, she pointedly asked me, uh, so what is it that you represent? What are you saying to our people? And my response is, look, I do have a personal list of things that I'd like to, to do, that I'd like to change, and I'll put that in a manifesto and I will make it public. And I invited her and anybody, anybody else who might want to to, um, to listen to how I envision a future South Africa. That's what I was doing on um, Saturday. And um, I, I understand your um, campaign is themed, it's a must. So what is. exactly is it that's a must? It is a must. I launched a compare. I don't know if launch is the correct, correct uh, terminology. I was just explaining what it is that I would like to see changed in, 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 in the ANC. Now, the Freedom, the freedom Square, the Cape Town Square, is a square of the dedication to the Freedom Charter. And I chose to go there for two reasons. One, because it is my constituency office there, and two, because it represents the rich past that we, all of us, uh, uh, adhere to and uh, commit to every time we become members of the ANC. And there I use the opportunity to say the founding values of the ANC are to be found in the Freedom Charter. And if we look at where we are now and look at what the Freedom Charter had wanted us to do, we have strayed very far from the founding principles of the ANC. It is a must that we return to the founding principles where all of all South Africans had put together on paper, had come to declare what it is that they want to see in the future. We who are the future of the people who wrote the Freedom Charter ought to reflect those principles if we're honest to the cause. It's, it's a must that we return to the cause. It's a must that we defend the values of the ANC. It's a must that we return the dignity and respect that it once had. Some would say you were part and parcel of the leadership under whose um, uh, tutelage the ANC actually lost its way. So how then should you be trusted to put it back on the right trajectory? You know, most of us, all of us are part of what, what is happening daily in South Africa. You need to wipe everybody out to begin a new society. Uh, yes, I was part of the leadership. I've been part of the leadership of the ANC since 1993. Uh, and with time, you, 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 you are taken forward by certain things that happen around you. To say, yes, I will be part of this because it, it resonates with what I believe in. And you are part and parcel of following a particular path. The times when you look back and say, look, but perhaps we took a wrong step and you seek to correct that. The times when you feel that, look, perhaps we strayed, which is how I feel, we strayed far from the founding principles of the ANC. We must return to those. So, so why then didn't you speak out earlier? I have experienced firsthand when I was in Nelson Mandela 
the defeat of the ANC, which I had never imagined would happen in our lifetime. I was in charge of the election today. The pain was too deep. The determination that there is something that we we must do right dawned on me when we lost that metro. We went on to lose Tuane. We went on to lose uh, Johannesburg in the full glare of the public. And we internally as the ANC acknowledged that something had gone very wrong. Our people were telling us they're not happy. And we had a great deal of introspection. And part of that introspection was to say, we're going to change. I want to be part of that change that returns those values so that our people don't turn their backs on us. And this is, of course... There's something else that is very important that you mentioned early on, which I want to clarify. At no point did I say that Zuma must be arrested. Uh, That is very important that at all times whatever goes out in the media is correct information. Mm, Oh no, that was a message from one of the listeners. Yes, Yes, I was just using the opportunity Mm -hmm. to say that that must have been either fake news and at this time of heightened um, campaigning with campus flying, I think it's important that we keep the a calm and even hand and correct messaging. Uh, thank you for allowing me to correct that. So uh, given what's happening at the moment, and um, unprecedented number of people have actually put up their hand to contest for the position of president of the ANC, yes. um, what do you believe makes you a better candidate than all of the others? I don't believe I'm a better candidate than all the others at all. Uh, I have been approached, and uh, I believe that uh, those people who have approached them or approached me must have seen something uh, that they feel they would like to see in the future. And I have, after a great deal of persuasion, agreed that I will stand as a candidate. And the reason why I am comfortable with the fact that there are so many people standing is because democracy has matured. And the maturation of democracy brings out possibilities. It, it offers people possibilities. It's not just one or two. It's not three or four. And the, 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 the richness of the ANC has reached the, the level now where it's not just one person who might be a president. It's a whole layer of people who've been in the ANC for, you know, the length of time that we've been there, mm. who know the ANC, who know what's gone wrong in the ANC, who know what's gone right in the ANC, and any of them are very capable of being a president. ANC politics has now become synonymous with slate politics. So how are you going to approach this? Are there any people that you've been um, in no, talks I, with, in I, consultation well, with? No, I made it very clear in, in, in my um, manifesto that one of the reasons which persuaded me that I would take up this uh, uh, this call is because in the past it is a two-horse two race that has led to a great deal of acrimony, which has sectionalized the ANC. You either belong to one or you belong to the other. And these deep divisions have caused a great deal of harm in our organization. It is these divisions that made the elders of the ANC ask Comrade Tabor and Comrade Chris not to stand as deputy president in 1991, because behind them are people who are of diverse views about the ANC, and that would have divided the ANC. Right now, uh, the 
two predominant two horse races that had been going long before we had actually formally uh, acceded to the fact that the, the race is going to begin. Uh, I thought that there was a great deal of possibility of the same factionalism setting in. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that we, we would be on that now. I'm not into slate politics. I'm not into buying of those. I actually feel that all of those things are so un- anti the culture of the ANC as to drive us into the kind of politics that the ANC was never intended for. Just a final question. The Women's League said there's only one female candidate fit and ready to lead the ANC, and that was not you. That was Nkosa Zanadlamini Zuma. How- I, don't think, I don't think the Women's League have any right to determine for the ANC who it shall be. It is completely undemocratic. Branches are the people who nominate, and it is then taken to the conference. And the conference is a democratic process where anybody and everybody who's a, who's a, who's a, uh, a member there is, is a, a part of the conference is allowed to choose anybody. The Women's League started off by saying South Africa is ready for a woman president. They did not say that underneath that woman president was Nkosasana Samini Zuma. They said a woman president. And I think South Africa is ready for a woman president. Any woman who is ready, who has those qualities that were, that were identified at the policy conference, who has the necessary uh, length of time and, and, uh, in the ANC, who has the necessary experience, who has uh, all those qualities that we would like to see in a leader, uh, is free to stand. I don't know if you're a member of the ANC, but if you are and you're a woman and you're asked, please stand. Uh, there isn't a one woman.